Hello, Morongo Basin and listeners around the world online at Z1077FM.com. Here is the Z1077 local news for Wednesday, February 7th, 2024. Law enforcement is asking for the public's help in locating the vehicle believed to be involved in the hit-and-run death of a Yucca Valley teenager. On January 26th, 16-year-old Joshua Barreras was found unresponsive in the middle of 29 Palms Highway and was pronounced dead at a hospital a short time later. Investigators from the County Sheriff's Department released information about the vehicle suspected to be involved in the hit-and-run. The vehicle is described as a white 2020-2022 Dodge Ram 4500-5500 pickup truck. The truck will have damage to the driver's side headlight and driver's side front fender area. You can see a picture of the type of truck in this story at our website, Z1077FM.com. Anyone with information related to this investigation is urged to contact the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department, Morongo Basin Station at 760-366-4175. Anyone wishing to remain anonymous can contact the WeTip hotline at 1-800-78-CRIME. A convicted felon was arrested at Stater Brothers in Yucca Valley for allegedly making criminal threats. James Arch, 60, was contacted by county sheriff's deputies assigned to Yucca Valley at the Stater Brothers East store on Monday at approximately 10.30 a.m. Arch is a convicted felon with a history of violent crime. He was arrested at the location on suspicion of making threats with the intention to terrorize and is being held at the West Valley Detention Center on $50,000 bail. He is expected to be arraigned in county court this morning for felony charges related to making threats that could result in death or great bodily injury, along with enhancements related to his prior convictions. A packed agenda made for a full meeting at last night's town council meeting in Yucca Valley. Joining us with a recap is online news editor Robert Hayden. A presentation by 3rd District Representative Don Rao led off the Yucca Valley Town Council meeting last night where she presented a check for $1.6 million for pickleball courts. There's also $1 million being set aside for rehabbing the Senior Center and $5 million in county funds for the long-planned Aquatic Center. County Fire Protection District Interim Deputy Chief of Operations Scott Tuttle also presented information on Measure W, which, if passed, will repeal the special tax for Service Zone FP5. Tuttle says that special tax and the money it brings in accounts for about 19% of their annual operating budget, or about $48 million. In public comments, a resident brought up what she described as a lack of transparency in how the original tax of approximately $170 per parcel was passed, prompting Supervisor Rao to respond. The argument has been to bring this forward, to have it be a vote of the people, which we have done before and we're doing again. Hopefully people will decide whether they want to tax themselves and to have this level of service remain or not. President of San Bernardino County Firefighters Jim Grigoli put the issue in plain English during public comments. Make no bones about it. This is about affecting firefighters. We should be all supporting a no on W. Get this thing secured so we can serve these communities that we need to. The Aquatic Center is once again out for bid and being aggressively marketed at eligible contractors in what Deputy Town Manager Shane Stuckler describes as a very competitive market. And an annual review of the town's short-term vacation rental permits went over the number of complaints that have been received by the town and presented some potential code changes, doubling the permit duration from two to four years alongside expanding the number of habitable structures allowed underneath that permit. You can visit this story on our website for a longer version that goes into further details on last night's town council meeting. That's at Z1077FM.com. Reporting for Z1077 News, I'm Robert Hayden.
Last night's 29 Palms Planning Commission meeting had just one agenda item, but it was looming plans for yet another proposed resort that brought concerned residents to the podium. Reporter Heather Clisby was there. At just 32 minutes, last night's meeting of the 29 Palms Planning Commission was brief yet densely packed. During public comments, several residents expressed concerns about a proposed resort east of the Indian Cove neighborhood. Yonder, Offland Hotels seeks to develop a commercial resort on a 151-acre parcel that would feature 134-person cabins, two lodges, 12,000 square feet of employee living space, a public restaurant, two pools, hot tub, and an outdoor movie theater. The parcel, now in escrow, is currently zoned for RSE for 2.5-acre residential lots, so the zoning would have to be changed. Local business owner and Indian Cove resident Dana Longevin noted that the neighborhood already abuts the popular Indian Cove neighborhood, which brings a steady stream of traffic and noise to the area. Besides the traffic noise, this resort will create. Yonder will have an outside movie theater streaming sound to guest-supplied speakers in the possible hundreds. In a place where I can hear a neighbor sneeze from almost a block away, this sound sounds like our average noise level will be raised quite significantly. I don't believe building this resort in a rural zone neighborhood in a wildlife corridor so close to the park boundary where we already have enough tourist traffic is the best place. This project will set precedent and open the door to rezoning for developers across the high desert. I think this is a good project for a commercially zoned area, not a residential one. The commission then discussed and approved the only agenda item, that Foothill Drive between Bullion Avenue and Split Rock Avenue be vacated, meaning it would no longer be a public access street, to enable plans for a hotel made of steel-framed shipping containers. Reporting for Z1077, I'm Heather Clisby. The 29 Palms City Council will once again hold a special session meeting this morning at 8 a.m. at City Hall. The meeting was announced yesterday. As has been the case for the City Council's special session morning meetings, the sole agenda item is a closed session conversation to discuss the open position of City Manager. Larry Bowden has been operating as interim City Manager since Frank Lachino left the role in October. The Council will share any reportable actions from the closed session with the public when it concludes. The 29 Palms Business Improvement District Board of Directors also meets in special session today. The only two agenda items are the swearing-in of a new board member, Ashton Ramsey, and a consideration of event grant guidelines. Today's meeting is open to the public and begins at 3.30 p.m. at 6136 Adobe Road in 29 Palms. Road closures have been announced for 29 Palms this week as the city's Public Works Department continues paving roads. Paving planned for Monday and Tuesday was canceled on account of weather, but today, prepare for a closure on Morongo Road from Sunny Slope Drive to El Paseo Drive. Tomorrow, expect a closure on Morongo Road from El Paseo Drive to south of Joshua Drive. These road closures will take place between 6.30 a.m. and 3 p.m. and are subject to change due to weather conditions. For further information, contact the City of 29 Palms Public Works Department at 760-367-ROAD. The Copper Mountain College Board of Trustees meets in regular session tomorrow afternoon. On the meeting's agenda is a review of program and curriculum development and the handling of student records. The board will also look at nominations to the board itself. Tomorrow's meeting begins at 3.30 p.m. at Copper Mountain College's Bell Center, located at 6162 Rotary Way in Joshua Tree. And finally, Copper Mountain College has announced the date for this year's annual have a Heart Fundraiser, which provides financial assistance to students attending the school's nursing program. Robert Hayden rejoins us with the scoop. 
Set for Saturday, February 10th, the fundraiser will feature a spaghetti dinner prepared by Let's Feast Premium Catering and a cash bar. The dinner will be followed by a reverse raffle in which the last ticket drawn is the winner, though additional prizes will be given throughout the raffle. Copper Mountain College is currently accepting donations for raffle items through the CMC Foundation. Donations are tax deductible. Tickets for the Have a Heart fundraiser are $25. They include the dinner and the raffle and are available at the Copper Mountain College or at a link at this story online at Z1077FM.com. Reporting for Z1077 News, I'm Robert Hayden. That's our local news. Hear local news seven times a day, seven days a week at 7, 8, 9, noon, 4, 5, and 6. If you hear news happening, let us know about it. Email us at tips at z1077fm.com. Reporting for the Morongo Basin News Leader, the award-winning Z1077 Local News, I'm Jeff Harmetz.